I appreciate all of you coming here, waking up in the uh, earlier to Sunday. Uh, and just before I start teaching, let's close our eyes one more time and let's say a prayer. Oh, dear Lord, King of the universe, the only one true God, the one who sits on the throne, the one made the maker of heaven and earth. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. And we want to start this Sunday morning by saying thank you. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the amount of health that we have that strengthen our bodies to come to church today. Thank you for the freedom that we have in this country to preach the gospel, to speak the good news. Thank you for our families. Thank you for this congregation. Thank you for Pastor Kyle. Thank you for all the ministers in this church. We just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Let's put our hands together and praise God one more time. Uh, today I'm going to be teaching you a classic, one of the most amazing Bible stories, which is the story of Jonah. Uh, you're going to find the, the book of Jonah in the Old Testament. And uh, is an excellent book for study as you are giving Bible studies, as you are learning more of the Word of God. The book of Jonah is a, an excellent resource for you. So we're going to start reading the chapter 1. But the book of Jonah is only four chapters. So you can read in just a few minutes. We're going to read the chapter 1. And... Uh, we're going to be learning more about the book of Jonah. So the chapter 1 is start up by saying, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittel, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish, from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it, to go with them unto Tarshish, from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the marines were afraid, and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea, to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper, arise? Call upon thy God, if so be that God will, th will think upon us, that we perish not. And they say every one to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots, that we might know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, 
and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then say they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us, that what in, is thine occupation, and whence comest thou? What is thy country, and of what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which had made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and say unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord. Then say they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea might come unto us? For the sea wroth and was temp uh, tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me from into the sea. So shall the sea be calm unto you, for I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless, the men row hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wroth and was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cry unto the Lord and say, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done it as it pleased thee. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea uh, ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Amen. You may have a seat. Amen. Uh, in chapter 3 also says, And the Lord, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. And uh, in verse 4 says, And Jonah began to enter in the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet. Yeah. Forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Hallelujah. This is a great uh, passage in the Bible. And in summary, God spoke to Jonah and told Jonah, go to the city of Nineveh and preach. Because the sins of the city was coming upon the presence of God. And God knew that was a great sin and the city could not be kept going on because of the sins and God told Jonah go to the city but Jonah he went to the opposite side he went to Tarshish and uh, he got into the boat and uh, and then there's this huge storm inside the boat raging uh, sea and the uh, uh, lightning and thunder and the, sh sh uh, uh, the boat was just about to 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 sink and all the men in the ship, they were afraid to death. And they were going to die. And they came to Jonah, asked Jonah, where are you coming from? They were, in, they were desperate in, on the boat. And Jonah said uh, that he was a Hebrew and explained the story to, to them that he was running from God. And they asked Jonah, they asked, what shall we do? And Jonah said, you have to throw me in the water. And so they did. They threw Jonah 
on the water, in the water, and Jonah was swallowed by a fish. He stayed in the fish, in the fish's belly for three days and three nights. Then, in the end of the three days and three nights, the fish, God spoke to the fish, and the fish spit Jonah on dry land. Once Jonah was in dry land, he heard again from God, and uh, he went to Nineveh. And it's a three-day trip from where Jonah was to Nineveh, but Jonah took one day. So he went to Nineveh, and he preached the word of God. And, uh, and the story goes on that Jonah preached, and the city repented, and they turned. They repented, and God decided not to destroy the city. And Jonah, uh, he was uh, away from the city waiting for God to come to destroy the city. And he was sitting there just waiting, and God did not destroy the city, and Jonah was upset. And he was under the sun. And uh, God made a tree to grow and give shade to Jonah so he would be comfortable uh, under the sun. And Jonah was very glad that God made that tree to grow to provide shade for him. And uh, then next day came a worm and ate the whole tree. And the sun came back on John, Jonah and, uh, and he was upset with God. And, uh, and God told him in the book of uh, Jonah chapter 4, and going to say, and shall not I spare Nineveh, that great city, wherein are more than six court thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also so much cattle? So Jonah was more concerned about the tree than the people that were living in the city. And he learned a lesson of a second chance from God. But this morning, I want to ask you a question. How we can relate the book of Jonah to our lives? How? Many times in our lives, God tells us to go somewhere. He tells us to do certain things. God tells us to, 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 to give us a commission to do. And many times, we go to the opposite way. We want to do what we want to do. We want to do what feels safe to do, what we like to do, what we feel comfortable doing. And many times God will send us to north and we want to go south. And if God tells us to go south, we want to go north. And if God tells us to go west, we want to go east. And if God tells us to go east, then we want to go west. And you can see how sin is. It's always the opposite of God. So God told Jonah, go to Nineveh. But Jonah want to go to Tarshish. Where is your Nineveh? Where is your Tarshish? I want you to think, think about it. Where is your Tarshish? And where is the, the Nineveh of your life? Think about it. And many times, we want to go to our Tarshish. You see, we want to go to Tarshish because it's more comfortable. It's, or, or maybe there is other reasons why we want to go to Tarshish. Some comment, commentator says that uh, 
John didn't like the Ninevites. In, in, uh, in, in history, proves that they were enemies of Israel. They were in constantly war against Israel. So Jonah, he wanted God to destroy Nineveh. So when he, God told him that he was going to destroy Nineveh in 40 days, and he knew that God is merciful and forgiving and graceful, he decided to go to Tarshish. So God would be, uh, uh, so God would, would destroy the city of Nineveh. And how that apply to our lives? Amen. So I want you to think about it. And many times we're not uh, uh, doing what God told us to do. And we prefer the, uh, going to Tarshish. And as Jonah went to, to, to the boat, and uh, in the boat, nothing was working right. And sometimes in our lives, when we're not doing the will of God, we're not following the commandment of God. We're not in accord with what God told us to do. Everything starts going wrong. Everything, all that storm comes in the boats of our lives. And it starts shaking the boats of our lives back and forth, back and forth. And that is storm and thundering. And it's, we, we are about to die inside in our hearts of grieving. We, it's, it's, it's a terrible situation. Many, many, many times there are Christians that are sleeping in their boat while there is a storm going on. As we look around the world today, the persecution of Christians, as we see today all that's going on in America and around the world, and there's still people asleep, like John was in the boat sleeping while there's this huge storm going on, and he was asleep. So then came uh, the, the master of the ship and came and woke him up and said, we need to wake up. And we, sometimes we need somebody to shake us and say, wake up. Let's wake up and start praying. Praying to your God. Seek your God. Who are you? The man asked Jonah, who are you? Who are you this morning? Oh, where you come from? Oh, hallelujah. Think about who are you? What are your people? What are your beliefs? Oh, hallelujah. And he stopped praying. They, they were desperate in the ship. Look at our world today. More than ever, we need to stop praying for this world. We need to stop praying for the ship of our lives. Hallelujah. We need to stop praying and seeking the will of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And many times in our lives, we are, we are looking for whose fault. You see, in the ship, they were looking, casting lots to find out whose fault is that. Whose fault is that the, the problems that you have in your life? Whose problem is that that's going on in our world? Who's, whose fault? Who's causing these problems? And many times we blame others. We want to blame our boss. We want to blame our parents. We want to blame our spouse. We want to blame so-and-so. We, we always finger pointing, blaming, trying to find out whose fault. Whose fault, what's going on in your health? What's, whose fault is the uh, financial problems that you go, uh, you're having in your life today? We're always trying to find somebody else's fault. Uh, and, uh, but Jonah, is, he did something. It's is amazing. He started his repentance right there. 
Jonah was able to look at himself and say, it's my fault. So how many of us are willing to look at ourselves and say, everything that is going on in my life is my fault. Let, let me look at myself. What have I done? What have I been thinking? What have I been, where is my heart? So we need to start looking at ourselves. Everything that we do, it, it affects us. Everything that you did in the past is affecting you today. All the, the financial problems that is going on in your life are based on decisions that you made yesterday in the past. Uh, all the uh, healthy problem, health problems, everything, uh, family problems, uh, all come from decisions that we made in the past. Everything we live in today are the, the results of the decisions that we made yesterday. And having knowing that, now we know that decisions that we are making today is going to affect your tomorrow. So all the decisions that you are making today is going to affect you tomorrow. So it's important that you recognize that you, you, are, the primary, uh, you are the primary character of your life. You are the one who makes the decisions of, uh, about your future. You're the one who made the decisions to come to church. You made the decision to pray. You made the decision to follow God. It's in your hands to make the decision. You, you are commissioned by God to go and bring the gospel to the world and to share and to show love. Hallelujah. And it's you. It's our responsibility. So Jonah took this step. He said, it's my fault. And what should we do? He said, you have to throw me in the ocean and a lot of uh, authors they compare like the throwing of Jonah Jonah had to be thrown off the, the ship like Jesus had to be crucified in order to save us from our sins as Jonah had to be thrown out of the ship in order to save those men's lives and he was thrown in that water and when it seems that everything was bad, it became worse. And Jonah was in the ocean, in the water, just about to get to, to drown. And then things got even worse. There came a, a fish and swallowed Jonah. And, and many times we are swallowed that by that fish. And we are inside the belly of the fish. Those are the situations in our lives that, that we are at the mercy of God. No human being could at that point save Jonah. You see, he was in the belly of the fish. So there is no way anyone could go there and help him. He could not get out of the belly of the fish by himself. He couldn't. And he was in that situation that nobody else could help him. And he's inside the belly of the fish. 
and it's dark and it's wet and uh, there's seaweed all around him and uh, he couldn't see a thing there's no light and uh, probably no no not even enough air in there uh no food you see and nobody else that could help him so he was completely at the mercy of god and there's only one thing one thing that he could do maybe you are in the situation today maybe you know somebody that is in this situation today one thing that he could do pray and the only thing that he could do and and it's the most powerful weapon that we have is our prayer never doubt that god is not listening to your prayers he can see when you pray when you open your mouth and you speak in the name of jesus god is he is listening to your prayer and he can Oh, he knows your prayer. He wants us to open our mouths and let our needs made known to God. He wants this. He's, he's looking around to see who's praying. To, he wants to listen into our prayer. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish. All he could do was pray. And he prayed. And, and uh, one day, and his answer didn't come. He prayed one day. And maybe our answer doesn't come as soon as we pray. The first day that we pray, our answer doesn't come. And he prayed, he prayed. And the second day, his answer didn't come. You see, sometimes we pray, we already pray about it, and the answer didn't come. And then... He prayed a third day in the morning because the Bible says that John was for three days and three nights in the belly of the fish. So, and Jesus also mentioned that in the New Testament, he said, as John was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, so the Son of Man should be in the tomb for three days and three nights until he uh, came back alive, rose again from the death. So Jesus compared uh, his, uh, uh, his death with the Jonah. There's some uh, uh, commentators that say that Jonah, uh, he died in the belly of the fish. And uh, he rose again because Jesus compared that. But let's look at the point of a praying. So Jonah, when came the third day in the morning, his answer didn't come. You see, he didn't hear from God. But when came the third day and night, the third night, then his answer came. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Put your hands together. Worship God. Thank you, Jesus. The answer comes because it shows you that God knows how to answer the day and the time. You see? He was for three days and three nights. His answer took three days and three nights. First day, no answer. Second day, no answer. Third day in the morning, no answer. The answer came at night. <laughs> Amen? Praise God. So God is going to answer you in his day and in his time. Praise God. And God 
told the fish to spit Jonah in the sea, in the dry land. So God has a blessing for you. God is listening to your prayers. It might be taking uh, more than three days. It might be taking a week or, or, or a month or years. But God will answer. There is no prayer that goes to God unanswered. He answered all prayers. And God is, and he will deliver you like he delivered Jonah. He delivered Jonah on dry land. Hallelujah. And on dry land, on a solid rock. The rock which is Jesus. On a solid rock, on dry land. God delivered him. And a trip that would take three days from the place where he was uh, first started to Nineveh. It would, take, it would take three days. Jonah took one day. Because when you come from hell and, and you give a second chance... He would, uh, he would take a, a three days journey in one day. Praise God. Let's get excited about it. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And God spoke to Jonah a second time. See, don't you love that? A second time. God spoke to him a second time. So God can you speak to you a second time. God is a God, a second chance. He's giving Jonah a second chance right here. You see? And Jonah, he repented. He recognized it was his fault. You can say that the throwing in the ocean was kind of a baptism in the water. And, uh, and then he was placed in the, in, the, in the fish's belly. And then he came out of there ready on the fire for God. And that God gave him a second chance. And many times, for some of us, maybe it's not just a second chance. Maybe for some of us, a third chance. A fourth chance. A fifth chance. And you, you do the math. You see how many chances. The Bible says that every morning is God giving us a chance. Hallelujah. Every day that we wake up in the morning and we have the breath of life. And we are, and we are thankful because we are waking up in our beds, in our homes, and not in a hospital or hospice. Amen. Hallelujah. Is God giving you that chance to start all over? And so Jonah went to the city of Nineveh and he stopped preaching. And he preached. And the, another interesting thing about that, that, that book is that Jonah, when he was in Nineveh, he preached very to the point. He said, in 40 days, God's going to destroy that city. That's what he's preaching. Uh, well, there's no record of him saying, oh, God, this is love. He loves you. Uh, yeah, uh, is it like a soft talking, or watering down type of a preaching? Jonah was to the point. He's saying, 40 days, God's going to destroy this town. And God, well, he loves us. Isn't that a privilege for us to know that he loves us? You see, we have somebody coming to us with the message of love. Not the message of God, God's going to destroy you, but the message of love. See how God loves us. Even in the message that we are getting today. They didn't get that in Nineveh. 
Nineveh was that this city is going to be destroyed in 40 days. Now is your chance. And, um, and Jonah preached and uh, the city turned, uh, turned away, turned to God. And even the king of the city ordered a, a fast. And everybody had to fast, including the animals. And, uh, and, and Jonah, uh, when he completed his assignment, he went to, uh, away from the city and he settled in there into a uh, booth. And he sat and he was waiting to see the big show. He wants to see God destroying Nineveh. And, uh, and sometimes it happens to us. How that happens to us? You see, the problem with Jonah is that he, had, he was doing the will of God. And you can do the will of God, but not be with the heart of God. You see the difference? He was doing the will of God. He preached to the town. He preached, but his heart was not in the heart of God. You see? And many times we are preaching to people, and we don't see any results when we preach to them. And then we say, well, I'm done preaching with them. And now let God destroy, <laughs> you know, let, let God deal with it. But never judge a person that you preached. Amen. Never judge because you preached to them. Maybe they don't respond in front of you like that. Maybe they don't respond. You don't see any response. And uh, it seems like a nothing happened. You see? And don't. You know that you have to trust in God. Just preach the word. Sow uh, the seed. Uh, tender for that little plant that is growing somebody's heart. And, and even if you don't see the results, trust in God. Let him be God. Let him take care. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, so Jonah went and he sat in there waiting for God to destroy the city. And uh, um, so as he was sitting there, the sun was scorching on his face. And God made um, a, a plant to grow uh, and to give him a shade. And he was glad that he, he would have a nice shade. Uh, and he's there waiting for God to destroy the city. Um, so then God made that plant to grow. Um, and the next day came a worm and ate the tree. So he no longer would have the nice tree providing him the shade. But Jonah was upset with God. He was upset. And according to the scripture, he said that, uh, and Jonah says, uh, uh, and Jonah fainted and wished in himself to die. He wished that he would die at that point, then to live. And God said to Jonah, uh, doest thou well to be angry from the, from, the, from the plant? And God taught him a lesson. God, God said to him, uh, in another words, God told him, you are more concerned to a tree than the people. He, he was upset with God because God destroyed a tree, but he was expecting God to destroy a whole city. And many times, 
We are more concerned about little things. You see the little things in our lives. Then the people, they are dying. And the people, they are dying in our city. And we are so concerned about that tree that is providing us shade. What is that tree in your life? That you are so concerned about that tree. And you, you, you are so concerned about that shade that you have, the nice shade, that comfort that you have. But there is a city that is dying, that is being destroyed in here, in West Palm Beach. Think about it. And what are we doing for that city? What are we doing for God? Our, uh, we might be preaching, but God wants us, our hearts, to be where his heart is. Amen? And God is a God of second chance. God is telling uh, Jonah and telling every one of us, he's a God of second chances. And not just second chances. God is giving us Chances after chances after chances. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together and praise God for this teaching. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, and that teaches us that uh, whatever we sow for today is what we're going to reap uh, tomorrow. Uh, Nineveh is a modern-day city uh, called Mosul in, Mosul in Iraq. Okay, let's stand up, if you will. Amen. Let's say a prayer. Uh, when Jesus came to the earth, he spoke for, to all uh, sinners. He, he hung out with uh, the worst in, in society. Tax collectors, people of questionable reputation. He loved everyone he met. And, uh, and that, that's the heart of God. is reaching for people. is giving second chance. is reaching out for people. So let's ask God to, to help us as we pray together. Thank you, Lord, for the amazing story of Jonah. Thank you, Lord, for all the learning that we made this morning. Help us never forget, never forget the lesson that we learned from Jonah, that you are a God of second chances. Help us to learn from him and by his mistakes, oh God. Because if we learn from his mistakes, we know we don't have to repeat the same mistakes. Help us to see. Lord, uh, review in our hearts, O oh Lord, if we are running from you. Review in our hearts, O oh God, what you want us to do, our task, our mission. Oh God, help us to appreciate you and to know that you will never leave us, even when we are not doing what you ask us to do. You are still there with us, you are still present. You are still loving. You are still caring. You are still standing out your hands to give us a second chance, a third chance. Oh, God, 
it. it oh, you are waiting for us to come back home, to come back to you, to come back to the purpose that you call us to be. Hallelujah. And when we do, we can see your work, your amazing work, and the amazing ways that you change our lives, that you change our, our world, that you change our families. Uh, Lord, you made people at your image, and you love people. Help us to love people as you do. Help us to trust on you, to preach your word, and trust on you. Hallelujah. And know that you are taking care of these people, that you are the one that is reaching for their hearts, their souls. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, help us to be able to always... Look at ourselves and see our shortcomings and to repent of our sins and turn to you, Lord, and help us, Lord, to impact this world, to impact our families, to impact our co-workers, to impact our neighbors. Help us, Lord, to, to, to somehow impact everyone around us, that they can see your grace flowing through us. Oh God, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. And we pray in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. All right. So God bless you. You have a, a few minutes break. And, uh, and God bless you. And remember the story of Jonah. <laughs>